Welcome back to Mainly Movies, the podcast where we mainly talk about movies. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, DJ. What's up, DJ? Hey, man. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, getting back on schedule. Uh, just doing a movie a week. But this time we have quite a few movies to talk about, I think. Yeah. We tried to do quantity over quality, I think, this week. Yeah. And so that may have we'll been a mistake. We'll see how it turns out. <laughs> We'll see how it turns out. I think we're already on the same page as to some of these movies without having said a single word to each other about them. But, yep. <laughs> I uh, think so. Oh, I'm Aaron. I didn't say my name earlier. <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> there it is. Okay. Where do you want to start? So I think we've got one movie that we've both seen in The Predator. Mm-hmm. I have seen the John Cho thriller Searching, and I believe you've seen Matthew McConaughey's White Boy Rick. Is there anything else we're going to be talking about today? No, I think those three will do it. Okay, okay. So do you want to start with The Predator? I think I want to end with The Predator, because I think that's the <laughs> one I have the most to say about. Okay, okay. I can't wait. Um yeah, so, I mean, we've said several times this is kind of like a down period. This, oh, like, boy, yeah, it is. It's, like, between, like, back to schoolish time and, like, October, once it's, like, fall. For mm-hmm. some reason, this is just a really dead period for movies. So, I think Predator was trying to sneak in as this, like, late summer blockbuster. I don't know if it'll achieve that status. And then you've also got some of these movies that are, like, Maybe thinking they'd be early Oscar-y type contenders before that season really hits, but nothing really falls into either of those categories. Yeah, and it's some uh, mediocre stuff. I think. <laughs> I think that's a very kind way of putting. It. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna go see White Boy Rick, and you told me I didn't need to. So I'm yeah. gonna let you take it away with White Boy Rick. You can spoil whatever about this movie you want to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and listeners, I'll put time codes in the description so you know uh, if you just want to hear about a certain movie and whatnot. Because I'm going to spoil White Boy Rick, but it is of my personal opinion that no one needs to see this movie. Um, (laughs) It was just one of the most disjointed, like, narratively speaking, movies I've ever seen. I'm usually a pretty patient movie watcher. Like, if a movie is two and a half hours long... I can do that as long as I am, you know, engaged the whole time. This movie is not that long, but wow, I checked my watch so many times during it. And it's not that it was boring per se, it just, it felt like there's no narrative thread throughout. It it felt just like a compilation of scenes that didn't really go together. And the very end, the the whole tagline, I, I feel like the whole reason this movie was made was because you're supposed to be so surprised that someone who is a teenager was able to get into like the drug dealing business. But because we live in a world where, you know, we've had like Breaking Bad, Narcos, uh, Making a Murder, just things that involve like how the government deals with, you know, just crime cases and drugs. Like, I feel like the well has kind of been dried up. So 
The question, can you believe a teenager would like get into all this drug dealing business? Yes, I can easily believe that. Oh, can you believe <laughs> that like the government like had a part of like making sure that he started into this so that they could use his connections to bring down other drug dealers? Yes, because there are stories that are much more interesting and compelling than this. I just, yeah, I, I was very disappointed and bored and it felt disjointed. I really dislike this movie a lot. And wow. Yeah. Uh, so is it based on like a historical event? Yes, I believe so. Uh, so I feel like in the trailer and I'll say the trailer was really good for this movie. I thought, yeah, I, yeah, it's a good trailer. Like I thought it was an entertaining trailer. I, it wasn't necessarily a movie that I'm like, that looks like it's going to be great, but I thought the trailer was at least entertaining. Yeah. Um, but I think at the end of the trailer, they're like, this isn't based on a true story. This is a true story or something like that. Yeah, and honestly, that doesn't really do anything for me because <laughs> I, it's a movie. Like, I know they're going to exaggerate yeah. things. I, like, whatever. It's based on a true story. And, I mean, that's fine if that's your jam. Cool. That didn't really do a lot for me. Yeah, okay. So l let me give you the movie, how it ends in general. Um, White Bull Rick goes to jail as a teenager, and that's kind of it. And <laughs> it fades to black, and then you get audio recording of the real guy, uh, the real Rick. And he's just like, yeah, I've been in prison like for 30 years. And then that's it. And it goes to like directed by such and such. It's, it's such a downer. Like there's no like, I don't know. It was just very uninteresting to me. Huh. So, okay. From, from the trailer, what I gather is you've got this kind of dysfunctional family mm -hmm. with Matthew McConaughey as this like crazy dad character. I'm not sure what he does, but it doesn't seem like it's. He's not a straight shooter, I wouldn't say. And then he's got this son that kind of gets, like, mixed up with some different people and basically leads him into the drug business. And he kind of just keeps going and keeps going. And he's, like, more successful than he thought he would be by doing this drug stuff. See. But then at, at some point, something changes to where he teams up with the government and starts informing on all these people. And that's that's like all I know about the movie. What okay, yeah, and that's that's pretty close. And I'll say the opening of this movie, like the first five or ten minutes, I thought was pretty great because it's mostly stuff from the trailer. It just shows this bond between Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey and his son, and this whole dysfunctional family, and like kind of like redneckish, but they're just they you know they're just trying to make a living in Detroit. And I don't know, like that all really worked for me. But quickly, it turns into. You know, Rick Jr., he starts to deal weapons and then drugs, but it doesn't really show how he progresses to that. It's like after the whole family scene, it's like the next scene, he's selling weapons. And I'm just like, well, how did we get from there to there? There's really no progression to see him become this amazing drug lord person. It's just all, all of that's done in kind of poorly done montages, and you can't really tell what's going on. I don't know. It, it all felt disjointed. I... I don't know. Hmm. So, like, from my description, is there anything that, uh, other than, like, that piece that I'm missing? Or have I basically seen the whole movie by seeing the trailer, other than he goes to jail at the end? The movie is worse done than the description you just gave off of the trailer, like, from what you interpreted from the trailer. Hmm. 
it's I don't know. Like it was just a really bad job at storytelling. Yeah. That's weird. So why does he end up in jail? Because in the beginning, he gets hooked up with FBI, and they say, hey, we've got some dirt on your father, because uh, Rick Sr. sells guns, but apparently he hasn't been making sure that they're going to exactly the right people. So FBI is just like, hey, we've got dirt on your dad, and if you start selling some drugs that we give you so we can like find out who's connected to who, we'll let your dad go. And then that goes fine uh, for a while. Then some stuff happens, pretty much. And then Rick Jr., after he's done with the FBI and done with the drug dealers, he decides to go back into dealing drugs because he and his dad just need money. Um, and then he gets caught. And, yeah. And I feel like it's all supposed to rise to this great crescendo and, like, one of the last scenes, and it's just like, can you believe that this 17-year-old kid was dealing this amount of drugs and... And like I said, to me, I was just like, we've seen so many other stories about drug dealers and the way that FBI has, like, manipulated people to do what they want, that this was not as surprising. It wasn't as much of a punch for me. So I was like, yeah, I get it. Maybe it was a big deal 30 years ago when it happened. Yeah. Maybe this was one of the first cases of it. But, yeah, that's almost just kind of sad just to, like, think that there's probably even more, like kids that age that are mixed up in this stuff that and everyone that uh rick jr was like you know helping him like dole out the drugs and everything they were his age <laughs> so it's not like yeah. he was uh, surrounded by adults the entire time no yeah, there were had... other teenagers doing stuff too so i was like you you even undersold yourself in the movie premise itself so yeah yeah wasn't a blue ranger from power rangers in it yeah he was in it for a bit and yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, he was fine. Everyone was fine in this. I, I think the reason, because there were, I think we were deciding between like four movies we could see. And I think the reason that this pushed over for me personally was because Brian Tyree Henry is in it. And I like him a lot in Atlanta. But he didn't really have yeah. a lot to do in this. I don't think anyone really had a lot to do in this besides Rick Jr. And I, I mean, I think he did fine. <laughs> really? So Matthew McConaughey wasn't like super featured? I mean, he wasn't the focus of the story. I, I did like Matthew McConaughey, though, but he, I mean, he's kind of just great, so I, <laughs> I knew that I yeah. was going to kind of enjoy his character. I just found some of his movie choices recently interesting. Yeah. Like, he was in that Gold movie last year, I think, where he was, like, balding in, like, this, like, gold tycoon I was like, that's a strange role. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I didn't see that. But yeah, he's been picking some some interesting things. I don't know if you saw the trailer for this movie coming out next year called The Beach Bum. And he's like a drug dealer. I think, think it's got like Zac Efron or somebody in it too. Like it, it looks like it looks interesting. He keeps picking these movies. That I'm just like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But I, I mean, yeah, if that's what he wants to do. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I probably won't see this one then. Yeah, uh, I I honestly can't recommend it. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think they were going for like an awardsy angle with it? Like, did it feel like one of those kind of movies? Was it like shot interestingly or No. 
it was it, <laughs> there was very little to set this movie apart from anything else run of the mill except for the fact that it seemed worse by like a you know average scale yeah so i don't know i don't mean to be so critical but yeah i really did not like it okay well i'll back you up on this one and i think we can give white boy rick a thumbs down yeah i don't know what i was hoping for but i got less than what was expected just (laughs) yeah just more more of something yeah Hmm. Okay, um, well, a movie I saw that you did not see was Searching, and I actually really liked this movie, so... okay. Um, but I will say, like, I don't know how you would have decided to go see this, I mean, it's getting, like, good reviews and stuff, but other than just, like, John Cho and it's, like, a thriller, I don't know if it really needs to be seen in a theater Mm, like it it almost feels like a movie that could have been like a netflix movie and been just as good okay okay so this movie and i think we've seen the trailers so we know it's john cho and like three other people very small casts and his daughter goes missing but the entire story is told through like screens so you've got like his laptop screen his phone screen it's just like facetimes and so that's kind of the most unique and interesting thing about this movie Mm -hmm. is just the ways that they went about uh, telling the story and i think that's really cool and kind of like symbol that we've got to a point where they could make a movie like this and people know enough about their computers and like what's happening that like the whole movie is relatable like i don't know he's getting really frustrated at one point and has to like reset his password and the reset password goes to this other email account and he doesn't know the password to that one so he has Uh. to send a reset to another thing and it's just like things like that where it's like huh like you things that you're never going to see in a movie because it's just something that happens on a computer screen and normally that's not an entertaining thing to have in a movie uh, mm-hmm. but they did it really well in this one and yeah so i i think it's definitely like a at home red box netflix kind of movie okay but definitely worth a watch yeah and they do a good job of like throwing in some twists too like i don't think it was spoiled by the trailer at all which is a common complaint we have <laughs> um and it keeps you like engaged the whole time it's like I want to say it's a little over an hour and a half long, so it's not super long. It doesn't feel too long. John Cho's really great at acting, even though you only see his face through, like, front-facing cameras. And Yeah, I imagine that has to be pretty difficult, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's just... I guess credit to the director for... It's just a really weird way of doing a movie, but... Mm. Um, yeah, it all kind of fits together in a really cool way. Um, there's like this police detective lady. I didn't think she was a great actress. She's from uh, some other things. I've never seen her in anything before. Um, I didn't think she was great. But okay. But there's only like three people in this movie. So three <laughs> or four people. So, And I kind of like that. Is just a really small condensed 
focused movie about one thing. So, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, kind of similar to like Gone Girl. Okay. In, yeah. In how it's just like growing suspense and growing like desperation of like what the heck happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think I can say two more without giving away some things, and I I think you should see this one. Okay. At some point. Well, I feel like I chose incorrectly by saying my boy Rick instead. <laughs> yeah, but I like I don't know how we would have like decided that like yeah, I don't know. Um I want to see what the budget for searching was cuz it seems like it has to be a super tiny budget movie and it's already made 45 million worldwide. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like having John Cho was probably a good decision. I don't know if he's, like, super famous overseas, but I imagine he gets some pull. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it's I think it's cool, and I think we're going to start seeing more of these, like, internet-based movies where you can start... Because there's things that, like, happened on the internet or involving the internet that make good stories that are... It's just now, like, been long enough that you could make a movie about that. Okay. I don't know if you saw Lion. It was, like, two years ago. Um, about the the kid that uh, was, like, separated at birth from his parents yeah, in India. I know what you're talking and, like, about. I never them, saw it. Found them using Google Earth. But it's, like, things like that that mm. you can actually make, like, an interesting movie about it. Yeah, so thumbs up to Searching. Okay. All right, so we got a thumbs down for a movie and a thumbs up. So I think we're ready to move on well, to the <laughs> biggest one, The Predator. Yeah. Okay, so this, for this one, I think we have to give backgrounds of what we knew about Predator going in. Okay. Which I think suffice it to say was not much. <laughs> that is I don't accurate. think we're, we're not Predator fans. Um. I did watch the first movie, which I had seen parts of, but never watched the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and watched that one. I'm really glad I did, because I think it would have caught me off guard going into this next one. For some reason, I was under the impression that this was like a reboot, as opposed to a sequel. I don't even know if it really is a sequel, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know if I would... It didn't seem like there was too much of a tie there, unless I missed some things. Uh, I mean, they did, like, allude to the previous movies a couple times. Yeah, but, but it wasn't, overall, like, based off of, like, I don't know, it didn't see, yeah, I feel like I didn't It's not continuing the characters or anything, yeah, yeah. but uh, I think also just knowing, like, what the Predator is and what it does, and I think that's something that they didn't spend a whole lot of time explaining. I don't know. I don't know how you felt, but I think the original Predator helped me a little bit. Hmm. Okay. Would you say that the original Predator holds up? Because I I know people are fiercely loyal to the original Predator, but is it kind of like a gem for its time, or how did you feel about it? I'd say it was like a borderline gem for its time. Like, it feels a lot like, I don't know, like Terminator or Mm. like it's not up to like alien level or anything but it feels similar to those movies if it's like 
this big budget, like all out, like you've got these superstar actors with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, just like super macho men. And it's like just a really 80s movie. And so that was like kind of a fun part of it. But then like the effects in the first one look pretty terrible now. So that's that's kind of a fun part of it, but it also kind of lessens like you're never really intimidated by the predator and the original one because it just doesn't look very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it clearly just looks like a guy wearing a costume, which it is. <laughs> yeah, but I can see why it has a following. I didn't see Predator Two or the 2010 Predators. They've done a terrible job naming these movies. Yes, yes, they have. Because we have Predator, Predator Two, Predators, and the Predator, and that's and it's like you all without the <laughs> you, Predator versus Alien spinoffs. Yeah, and I have no idea about those ones, but I read like the plot summaries for Predator Two and Predators, the two sequels, and I don't know what they were doing. Like, because <laughs> at least so the original Predator, it's like for some reason, and I don't think it's explained. But this alien has, like, crash-landed in a jungle. And you've just got this team of, like, the most shredded dudes you've ever seen that are getting dropped into the jungle. And they think they're doing some, like, political, like, hostage situation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it turns out there's actually this alien that's, like, hunting them off one by one. And so that's at least... uh, It's at least, like, contained, like... So in this, I just had so many questions in this new one of like the effects, like what, what has happened to where we've reached this point? Because the, like the entire original Predator happens in the jungle and stays in the jungle. Predator 2, they go to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and then Predators takes place on some other planet. Yeah. But completely, completely separate. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't understand what the series is trying to do and... I guess people just think the Predator itself is just so cool that you have to keep making movies with it. But, like, I just don't think it's as cool as, like, the Xenomorphs from Alien or, like, some of the other. I just don't really understand the appeal as much, I guess, why it has to keep coming back. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I did a fair amount of research. There are plenty of those, like cram all of the predator movies in like 20 minutes on like youtube and i watched a couple of those and man this series seems buck wild (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know what they were thinking especially with those alien versus predator movies that just there's a lot going on there yeah i'd say like maybe watch the original predator if you had any interest in this movie but as we get into it you might not have had any interest so (laughs) Maybe never revisit a Predator movie ever again. I mean, I've seen we'll like see. bits and pieces of the first one, and I probably need to go back and watch it all in entirety. But uh, as far for this movie, The Predator in 2018, um, you know how you felt after you watched The Meg? Yeah. I get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so... I had a feeling we were going to somehow draw parallels between this and the Meg, just on an absurdity level. I will say the Meg was at least in some part trying to be like funny or jokey or like there was at least like a half wink in there. 
I think the Predator took itself pretty seriously. At parts, but at some parts it was... At some parts they did have those joking moments, and they well, felt out of place <laughs> sometimes. Well, yeah, yeah. It was really... I, yeah, the tone of the movie did not make sense. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna need to go through this one, because this movie just made me angry at pretty much every every turn. Okay, okay, okay. So, starting at the beginning... You've got some predator ship has crash landed. There's some that our main character, sniper guy. They've got some hostage situation, which felt like kind of a throwback to the hostage situation in the first one. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really understand quite what happened here because it was really dark. It was so dark. <laughs> there were a lot, and it was dark, and then there would just be these huge explosions. Mm-hmm. Which so in the first movie. That was one of the things that really stood out was just the amount of fire and it just like to a hilarious level of just things exploding. Mm-hmm. But somehow these explosions were like harder to process. I don't know. But so there's like explosions. The sniper guy like falls down and then immediately we just like see the predator just like doing its thing, like, disappearing and shooting people. It strung some guy up and, like, skinned him, which are all things the Predator does. And that's why I wasn't sure if you would, like, know, like, what his abilities are or, like, no, what he's yeah, doing. Because I had seen some of those recaps and stuff, I knew that that was, like, their MO to, like, have their okay. heat vision and, you know, skin people and whatnot. But as we'll discover yeah. later, this predator had a different mission. So I don't know why he crash landed and his first thing was like, well, time to kill a bunch of people. Like, yeah, because it's not like they were going to attack. Like, he could have just turned invisible and like ran away. Yes. Yes, he could have. I don't know. I, the, the motivations of the predator throughout, uh, like in the first one, it's like, okay, he's hunting for sport. Like, that's what the predator does. Yes. But then in, in all of the sequels and in this one, it's like, what are they trying to do? And so they, they kind of give some explanations later. But yeah, I agree. It's it's always hard to be like, so why is he trying to kill them? And what? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So this whole like he, first scene, he kills garbage. some people. It was too dark and yeah. I couldn't tell what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very dark. But okay. So somehow our main character guy gets some of the armor. Yes. Somehow. Some I don't remember this happening. And he, he just runs it. away and makes it to some. Where are where are we right now? Like, are we... I, I have I had no idea. Yeah, he makes it to some like dealer of some sort. No, right? he was just a barman. He was like, "Hey, mail a... these things." I was like, "That's what you can't go to anyone and just say, hey, mail things' because I have a gun.' <laughs> that yeah. makes no sense." And like, why? Like, what? Now he says know. later that he knows that the government's coming for him and that he needs proof. That, you know, he's not crazy. But, I don't know. Sending it through postal service seems ridiculous. Yeah, so he's... And he, yeah, and he doesn't send it to, like, some secure location. He just sends this armor to his house. Well, he said it was a P.O. box, so it wouldn't be delivered, but whatever. Okay, okay, yeah. Pretty stupid. Um, Yeah, so we have him, and we kind of get introductions to some of the characters. I thought the introductions were all really strange and, like... So we meet like this kid that is his son. Um, I hate like, this kid. I yeah, I had a feeling, but 
everything about him. I just well, yeah, we do I not can't. go to an R-rated action movie to get a family story. I don't understand why anyone thought this was a good idea. But it really does seem like they made a movie and then they were like, "Hey, you know what this movie needs? It needs a kid." That is kind of quirky and we can all root for. But not just any kid. A kid who is going to be integral to the plot <laughs> to the very end. Uh, I, yes. And as soon as he popped up on screen, I was like, this kid's going to be a problem. He's obnoxious. I don't like him. And throughout <laughs> the entirety of the movie, at the very end, when they're just like, oh, McKenna's your true leader. I was like, you're not fooling me. I know that you're just talking about this little snot-nosed kid that you've been carrying through this whole movie. I just, I don't understand the insistence yeah. to make this a family story. It it baffles me. Yeah, and it just seemed like the kid was just too convenient too many times. Mm-hmm. Like, so the kid, Rory, he has Asperger's, and so he's, like, bullied at school. But they, like, use that as, like, an explanation for why he's able to, like, use the alien's technology. Nope. And, like, Makes no sense. Not by Do it. different things. And, like, by the end of the movie, it's almost like he's the chosen one because he, like, has Asperger's. Because that's the next step in the evolutionary I, chain. Yeah, and I just, I was like, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the kid was strange. And, like, Jacob Tremblay, I think, is a pretty good actor. But just, yeah, just this role was just, like... Super annoying. So he doesn't want to, like, dress up for Halloween. There's this whole Halloween thing. And so he finds this predator armor, which is just sitting in a box. And, like, starts playing with it. So you saw this in, like, the trailers of him, like, flying the little, like, predator armor and crashing it. And they kind of drew that as a parallel of why the ship, like, crash landed. But that didn't happen. No, that did not happen. Which is good, because that would have been even more stupid. Yes, yes, but he does, like, open the alien technology, and it signals other predators to come. Yeah, man, they just kept trying, they kept, they kept enforcing that this kid was so special, because, like, his mom comes home, and she's just like, oh, did you work through some of these books? He's like, oh, I worked through all of them, and there are, like, four, like, and one's in Chinese or Mandarin or something, I'm like, oh, come on, movie, step off of it, this (laughs) makes no sense. (laughs) Man, I didn't like this kid. Uh... (laughs) also he's like i don't know he's like 12 or something and his bedroom is like some like science like technology laboratory somehow yeah he had all sorts of weird stuff in there like i don't know yeah he was just not clearly not a real person that that exists in the world yeah and you know what? I'm fine with him playing with the alien equipment. Like, if he can boop some buttons, that's fine. But if you're telling me he understands it and knows how to, you know, interact with it, no. It sure looked like he, yeah, no. It wasn't absolutely like he was not. like. It wasn't like he was like, "Oops, push this button that called the aliens." It was, he was like going through menus, and like his mom was like, "Come down for dinner," and he's like, "Not until I've finished calling the aliens." I don't know. Um, Hated. Yeah. So the the kid. Uh, not your favorite, not my favorite, probably not anyone's favorite. Um, and so we've got all these different things happening at the beginning, and it seemed like really fast paced. So we like get this under to the kid, and then we're immediately like introduced to Olivia Munn's character, and they're like, hey, doctor, whatever, we need your help with these aliens. And we like take her to a lab, and it was like, who? 
Who is this? Like, dude. Okay, you're right. The introductions for this movie were weird because for Olivia Munn's like first three or four scenes, she doesn't say a word. She's yeah. just there. Yeah, she's just like, okay, okay. And then they finally get to the point where they're like showing her the body of like an a like the predator and uh, Sterling Brown's kit, which we're jumping ahead, but. He's like, I bet you want to know why you're here. And it's like, okay, so now we're going to explain what the heck is happening, like, ten minutes after. Yeah. Yeah. It's it all strange. Ridiculous. So, okay, I will say, and we have to address this piece here, but I don't know if you've kept up with, like, the news for this movie, but there was this whole thing with Olivia Munn and the scene that got cut, and I think the scene was supposed to be the intro to her character, uh, and it had to be cut from the movie. Well, okay. So, well, I noticed something weird, and yeah, I, I do know the situation uh, you're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if we want to get into it because it's kind of like social, like capitalizing on just like Twitter and everything. Um, yeah, but she had. But the scene that was cut does not sound like a great scene to introduce a character either. Do you know what the scene was? So there was some sex scene with this guy. Wait, what? And, yeah, and when? so apparently, where would they have fit that in? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but this was apparently like the intro to her character, and I don't think the guy was featured much in the rest of the movie, from what they're saying, because it was only this one scene that had to be cut. But it turns out this guy that was in the scene in real life is a sex offender, and but he was like friends with the director. But the director claims he didn't know about the sex offender stuff. And mm-hmm. there's this whole, like, really uncomfortable thing going on. But it, at least, like, Fox cut the scene and, like, worked around it. But I, did, I didn't know about this before seeing the movie. And I did think the intro was really awkward in the movie. And then that kind of explained it, but not really. I'm just, I'm baffled. because I Like, I was aware of the whole, he hired, like, a sex offender thing and i was like okay that but i i didn't know that the scene they cut was that the man he hired the sex offender has a sex scene in the movie with olivia munn that's what you're saying and that's what at least from the weird like pop culture articles i've read about it that is like the worst case scenario for anyone hiring a sex offender for a movie what that's horrible and like honestly honestly even if like he wasn't like even if that bad stuff hadn't happened like just introducing olivia munn with a sex scene would just feel like such a just stupid like i don't know just like oh here's the attractive alien scientist girl and she has sex like yeah and that feels so tired at this point and honestly like i thought the introduction for her character was weird and i do want to talk about her character because it baffles me a little bit but in the very beginning (laughs) When they were just like, oh, doctor this, doctor that. And I was like, oh, great. You can hire, like, an attractive female and she's a doctor. She's not just here for, like, eye candy or whatever. Like, yeah, 2018, progress, whatever. And then, like, three minutes later, she has to, like, like get naked to, like, do the whole um, yeah, the, like, decontamination. Yeah. I was like, oh, that come on, silly. movie. And I was like, and yeah. I know you're going to do this same crap again later. I was like, movie, I, I was giving you props for... <sighs> Yeah, yeah, and it let me down. Yeah, and I, so, I sh- okay. Yeah. So she does that. She has to do that stuff, and then like the predator breaks out because, of course, it does. And she like grabs a gun and just yeah. starts like shooting at everyone. And I'm like, okay, so maybe we buy like attractive, 
alien scientist lady. Yeah, like okay, fine maybe that. that's cool. Maybe that person exists in the world, but she's also like an action hero that can handle themselves in these situations. Like, absolutely just, not. And even yeah. further along, when she's running on the roof with a gun, keeping up with this predator, which I'm just like, okay, this thing should be outpacing her by a lot. You can be a biologist all you want, but this makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, just another person that like this person does not exist in the world. I think it works when you have, like, these, like, elite of the elite special ops people and they're all, like, fighting this thing. But when it's just, like, civilians and they're just thrown into this situation but they just happen to be the one that would be perfect to handle, it's like, I don't don't know if I buy that. Yeah, she had some superhuman abilities just in the face of danger and stuff, but, oh man, I, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea about that uh, scene or what the scene was that got cut. That is horrifying, to say the least. Yeah, and just doesn't seem like it belonged in the movie at all. But Yeah. Okay, so, and then our other thing that's going on, we've got the... I get, he is the main character, right? Quinn McKenna. Yes. And some, I don't know if it was just the, like, I thought the actor was fine. He didn't really stand out to me as, like, the main guy that you want to, like, be pulling for. Yeah, maybe I, it's just because maybe it's just because like Sterling K. Brown is so like great, and I just want to watch more of him. Yeah, no offense to Boyd Holbrook, but he felt kind of like a placeholder, like protagonist. Yeah, I feel like you could have yeah. put kind of anybody there, and it would have been the like, same. Like they could have got a bigger name there. Yeah, or they could have got a lesser name. I think the effect would have been kind of <laughs> the same. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about this guy though, so I don't think there's like a lesser name like Boyd yeah, Holbrook. True. Yeah, I, I I don't know what else he's been in, but uh, yeah. So he's he's been called in for like questioning by the government because they like didn't want him to see whatever he saw, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which again, like, so apparently, like the government has been aware of all of the predator things from the first predator movie because yeah. we're still in the same universe. But for some reason, the government's covering it up, and. I don't really understand if we're just, like, researching them to try to figure out what's going on and don't want to tell everyone for some reason. Like, what's what's the government's motive? I think just to figure out what's going on. Um, probably something okay. more nefarious, like learn how to use their weapons and stuff. Oh, also, side note, when Olivia Munn fir- first gets to the government facility or whatever... They've just got like alien technology, just like in a museum display. It's, yeah, Are it's you like not needing that to study? And what, like, what are you doing? It's like a museum, and then so the thing wakes up, and they have absolutely no means of putting it back down. <laughs> they were so unprepared. They're just like running all over the room. Like, what do we got in here? Like needles and like lab equipment. It's like this huge thing. Has like some leather straps holding it down, and you all know, like, apparently everyone's aware of what it's done in the past. And we're all like, well, if it wakes up, I guess we're screwed. Man. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't either. And uh, also, they brought her there because they found human DNA in the predator's blood. Yeah, so, so I still don't understand why they brought her there, other than for her to be an uh, essential part of this movie. I don't either, because. You, presumably, like, what was she, this government what facility was she going would have some sort of biologist because they only had X amount of people who knew about predators. <sighs> yeah, so she has the line, like, you want me to figure out if this, like, if a human had sex with this alien. Yes. 
it just yeah it's it's too paper thin of just like a plot i guess up, up to this point and after like the whole thing mm-hmm. um yeah so predators breaking loose there meanwhile you got uh boyd our main boy uh he's getting interrogated about what he saw by sterling k brown which as soon as sterling k brown showed up i was like hell yeah but uh what was i thinking oh so he gets thrown on this bus with all these other like ragtag i don't know like failed war like past war heroes that have returned and they've got something wrong with them Mm -hmm. they've all kind of got like a quirk which so i actually really liked this bus like i i kind of liked these quirky characters Yes, the quirky characters, they grew on me, but I feel like it didn't really happen until they were off the bus. I feel like okay, they yeah, really yeah, got yeah. their time to shine more after that. Um, yeah, I'm just saying this, yeah, this collection of people, I I like them, and I think, like, just the characters in general were one of the higher points of the movie, if there was one. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. Uh, just in that group, though, because, like, the kid wasn't great olivia munn i guess played the part well but we didn't really understand her character but and you've got a uh, keegan michael keys in there which is great yeah he's funny um but i didn't like so so they kind of go around and do all their like introductions like i'm the guy that does this weird thing mm-hmm. i'm the guy that does this weird thing and his thing and they've all got like ptsd basically and they all have like weird ways of coping with it, and but Key's way of coping with it is telling jokes. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, like of course, like of course it is, like of course, Here's like the you thing, needed though. a reason. You can't you put Key and Michael Key in a movie and not expect him to crack jokes. So I was like, okay, I completely yeah. understand. <laughs> I completely understand, and like I was happy that they like allowed him to do that. But just the explanation of like, okay, we all got PTSD here. And we all have our unique way of coping with it, and his is that he tells jokes. Mm. <laughs> it, yeah, it was just like, so, if he tells a joke, he's totally okay to do that because we've established that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you got this little gang, and uh, so were they going to, like, get lobotomized? I have no is idea. Is that what was happening? I, I don't they, know they where their like destination was. Mentioned that at some point. Yeah, I thought that was like a joke. Turned though. around. I, that's what I couldn't tell. So yeah, so the bus like turns around, and then the guys on the bus like break out of the bus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because then they see the predator and they're trying to catch up to it and shoot it because it's on the roof and Olivia Munn is somehow on the roof keeping up then she like jumps on the bus at some point and tries to shoot the predator but shoots her foot instead (sighs) yeah there is a lot of just like violent things that happened really fast and completely unannounced and you were just like wait like what like it's just like kind of mind boggle like just the it's like, oh, that just happened? Like, I, my brain can't process this fast enough. <laughs> and I feel like that happened several times. But, so, also, do these people understand, like, what a predator is and what it can do? Who? The ragtag? Anyone. Anyone. Well, yeah, the people, um, the government people, Sterling King Brown's people, they knew because they were 
feel like they talked about all of their interactions and stuff. Yeah, because that's the first mention of the joke. Oh, the predator isn't the right name because predators only. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, we have to. That was dumb. They basically just acknowledged like, hey, our movie is misnamed, but it's really cool. Yeah, I I don't know. I thought the first joke was kind of funny because I don't know. I feel like Sterling K. Brown knew what type of movie he was in, and maybe not yes. a lot of other yeah. people did. So yeah, it, yeah, it, he was kind of like over the top enough to the point where it was like okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that his character was somehow an extension of the guy in Hotel Artemis. <laughs> like we just funny, got a yeah. Sterling Sterling K. Browniverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be a fan. Okay, so you, yeah, you've got this like predator escape attack. We have to go back to the kid who decides to <laughs> decides to wear the armor for Halloween because like his whole thing was he doesn't want people to know he who he is if he goes out for Halloween. Hey, maybe just don't go out for Halloween then. Yeah, <laughs> but his mom really wants him to, and he does. Yeah, so he does. He wears this predator armor, and it does not go great. Yeah, he murders someone. <laughs> he does. He does. And uh, this is one of those things where I was just like, what? <laughs> like, this is just like a kid. You're just going to have a kid commit murder? Yes, that is what happens. <laughs> like, there, there are consequences. There are, though, because immediately afterwards, he, like... You like pump fakes to those bullies. I was just like, you don't, you, you saw what just happened and you, you're yes. not horrified. Yes. He's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. And he like blows up a house. Yeah. So it's, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. And so he, Retreats to the football field, the safest place in the neighborhood. Um, Hold on, before we yeah, get to the scene, so, we have to talk about the whole motel situation. Oh, yeah. Because this made me yeah, uncomfortable. <laughs> it was really uncomfortable. I, they just... I felt like every scene with Olivia Munn like, just had this weird like forced tension to it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, okay, um, the whole, like, putting stuff around her, that was weird, and I, I didn't like it. It made me extremely uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But then, when like, the reaction from the ragtag group when uh, she pulls the trigger, uh, when McKenna's holding the gun, that was amazing. <laughs> that, yeah. that got a legit yeah. belly laugh out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just also don't, like, I don't understand... Why that was a scene? Like, I don't know. Because they didn't know who she was, and I guess she didn't really understand who they were, and they needed to, like, get on the same side. Um, But then you've got this really awkward moment where one of the ragtags says something which I will not repeat because our podcast is, you know, E for everyone, as Olivia Munn is about to leave. And that was one of the most awkward moments I've ever felt in a movie theater in my entire life. Yeah. I just, I don't know. And so, like, having all that and then, like, now having this knowledge of this, like, weird sex scene with this sex offender, it's just like, 
I don't know. Like, I feel bad for Olivia Munn. Like, I don't know if it was the director or I don't know, but there's just some weird stuff going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that too. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. I, cause I knew she was having, I, I think I saw somewhere in the news that she was having to do quite a few like interviews and the whole press circuit thing alone. And yeah, I, I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I see fans of the Predator as, I don't know, kind of like the worst depiction of, like, the video game kid that's just, like, I don't know, like, not super social and just, like, Mm. kind of a greasy person. Like, I don't know. I'm probably stereotyping too much, but just someone who is, like, really into, like, super violent movies I don't know. There's just there's some weird combination of things here that I'm a little uncomfortable with. No, I'm right there with you. So yeah, I get it. But yeah, I had yeah. to mention that because it made me uncomfortable. But <laughs> I wanted to make sure yeah. I wasn't crazy. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so we've got the kid at the football field, and so now they're like these predator dogs. Yeah. Which I don't really understand. Like what. I don't know. I don't know if it, in any of the movies we just stop and explain like what predators are and like what they're doing, but I don't think predator dogs have been established before this. I feel like I saw in one of the recaps that they've been in another movie, but maybe it was in Predators because I, I read that one and just didn't understand. Like I, I was like, this can't be a movie. Yeah, I mean, it's got Eric from that 70s show in it, so that should tell you <laughs> the direction <laughs> or lack thereof they had. But yeah, so we've got these predator dogs, um, and they just, like, the uh, the ragtag group shows up and just starts unloading on these things. Because <laughs> that's what they do. But they um, shoot one in the head, and then it's just fine. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what the power level of these predator dogs is. I don't either, but this one predator dog that was shot in the head just keeps coming back throughout the duration of yeah, the movie. Yeah, and that's why. I don't know. <laughs> and then it starts behaving like an actual dog. They throw a grenade and it fetches. Why? Man, I man. Why? <laughs> that's what I'm saying like they need some explanation of what the predator dogs are, but I can't think of any explanation that would justify it like i just, yeah i don't know okay so we do all this and then the actual predator shows up and that's that's yeah. fine yeah so i will say like in the original predator there was one predator and it was like impossible to kill him right like, that was the whole thing it was like there's this group of the best of the best like soldier elites and only arnold schwarzenegger could like barely beat this thing and I don't, like, this team, which I don't know if I would classify this ragtag crew as the best of the best. I would not. (laughs) But they, like, pretty somewhat easily take care of these predator dogs. And, I don't know, this predator doesn't seem, like, as powerful as the first predator. But I guess it turns out there's, like, tiers of predators. I don't know. There's just this whole predator system, and I don't understand, like... It makes me it makes it hard for me to understand what the stakes are or what I should be expecting when I don't know how hard this thing is to kill, if it's like the best predator 
or if it's like the weakest predator and there's another bigger predator. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and that's and I, like I'm like you just hope that there's some explanation in one of these movies that like sets it straight, but I don't think it ever does. No, I, I don't think it will because all of a sudden this big so predator comes up and I'm just like, what? I didn't know it was that much bigger, and then it just murders this other predator. And then Olivia yeah. Munn has some throwaway line like, oh, did you see it's like exoskeleton, like rebuilding or whatever? I was like, no, I could barely see what was happening because once again, it was so <laughs> dark. Because it's dark and then there's explosion. Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a really dark movie. And also, I will say, like, so first predator is in the jungle. Second predator is in L.A. Odd choice. Third predator is on another planet. And it's like, where can we take this one? It's like, how about a suburb? <laughs> Some, like, nondescript suburb. It's like, this isn't a cool place to be fighting. a Some nondescript suburb at night. Like, ooh, super cool location. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so we have larger predator. And this, like, people's reactions to things, like, they're, like, shocked. But it's not, like, I would just be, like either sprinting and screaming or like <laughs> like you don't know what the heck is going on i don't know unless unless they're all just like have full knowledge of it which they don't and i don't know i wouldn't try to fight this thing if i didn't know more about it but i don't think they did they me. they left uh as big predator murdered small predator yeah cuz they could have taken the little predator but not the big one yeah and then they keep the kid with them they... for some stupid reason well, it's the guy's son, right? Yeah, he couldn't drop him off at home. <laughs> well, he has superpowers. And also, if they dropped him off at home, uh, he might have been arrested for murder. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did a kill point. a person. He did kill a but person. But we've already yeah. forgotten about that at this point. Oh, man. Yes, he did kill a person. He's going to have to live, live with that for the rest of his life. Um, yeah, so th- the humans, like, regroup after this larger predator shows up. I think they have a discussion about, like, the human DNA and, like, how they're trying to create some hybrid or something. Yeah, Olivia Munn figures that out because she, for some reason, has a microscope in this Winnebago. Yeah, yeah just her travel microscope. Right. Um, I don't... Having, like, the whole plot kind of hinge on this, like, predators are trying to combine with humans. It's like... I don't know. For for one, I thought, like, predators were the superior being. That's what I've well, thought. Well, the way they described it was, like, they go to planets and conquer them and then, like, take, you know, the good part of their DNA so that they can keep evolving. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, for some reason, that's not, like, super scary to me. It's, like, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, what What would you need of humans? <laughs> yeah, it just seems like, it seems like they're clearly better than everyone, except for, apparently, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny Glover and whoever was in Predators. It's like, so I guess if you've got some of those guys' DNA, but... If you're just getting some random... I don't know. 
Yeah, it seems ridiculous. It's just this whole, like, high concept that I have too many questions about. Yeah, so the military crew end up capturing the ragtag group of people and interrogating them. Um, and then somehow the ragtag group gets away, which I don't... They're, they're pretty good at getting away. Yeah, and then the kid is drawing a map to the spaceship for some unknown reason. So then they have to take the kid to the spaceship. <sighs> <laughs> He's the key to the whole thing. Yeah, so yeah, so he they have to like take him away and so now the ragtag crew is like trying to get the kid back, right? Yeah, and they like some of the crew end up finding a helicopter. That happens. Yeah. And they've got the dog that's like behaving like a dog now, right? Yes. Because it was shot in the head. Like, why Why did they just trust that? that like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It shows up, and then one of the ragtags is just like, hey, don't shoot it. And I'm just, everyone else was like, what are you talking about? And he doesn't explain, oh, no, it's cool now. He's just like, oh, no, don't shoot. Ugh, it's so stupid. It is. It's really dumb. Um. So they go to the ship, and of course, like, they're attacked by the Predator. It's like, of course. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I don't know what they thought. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like if you follow this thing, it's probably going to attack you and kill you. Yes. And then the Predator, like, gives him a head start because it's like, hey, McKenna is your leader. So then we get another very poorly lit action. Yeah, super, super dark. Um, yeah, which I guess really helps with, like, the camouflage thing. Because you can't see the Predator because it's dark, but also because it's invisible. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in the original Predator, most of it was in broad daylight. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like they were still able to, like, make tension. That sort yeah, of way. It, was, it was, like, actually kind of, like... I mean, it wasn't as scary because it was, like, pretty bad effects. But it was still, like, they don't know where it's coming from. Like, they're in this jungle and they can't see it. Like, even though it's broad daylight, it's, like... Oh, but it could just be in this movie. It could just be really good at hiding, and like you wouldn't really know the difference because it's so freaking dark outside. Yeah, like it, it's so dark. Um, Sterling K. Brown's character ends up killing himself with a predator weapon. I Which was I so legit did not see that happen. I I, I like it happened so fast, and it was also dark. Yes. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and it just like happens, and they're just like, okay, that happened. We're moving on. Like. Sure, like, K. Brown should have been, like, the central... P- and, yeah, just to have it be, like, a backfire of a weapon. Keegan-Michael Key dies here. It's yeah. sad. I did feel like the ragtag crew had, like, maybe two too many people. Same. Because it's just too hard to keep track of, like, eight or nine people at the same time. Yeah. And, like, a couple of them die, and you're like, well, okay, at least we're condensing, like... <laughs> <laughs> It just seems like the only reason you have that many people is because you can have some, like, cool deaths and it doesn't, like, impact the story at all. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what Predator's known for is just, like, really cool ways of killing people. I don't know. Okay, so... Eventually the Predator ends up capturing the kid. Whatever. He doesn't kill uh, 
McKenna Senior or Olivia Munn. For some reason, he just like throws them to the side. I never, while everyone I never else was understand. Brutally murdered. Yeah, I never understand. Like the predator will just like have respect for someone, and it always happens to be like the main characters of the story. But it's never like explained what like. Does it sense something, or does it just, like, see them and be like, this person seems like a leader? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, like, spared them, but kills everyone else. And they're, like, taken off... The Predator's, like, taken off in the ship to take the kid to be the next piece of the hybrid puzzle or whatever, because he's, like, yeah. the perfect human, apparently. I don't know what, like, what about this kid... Like, is it just, like, because he has Asperger's? Yes. I just... I'm uncomfortable with that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just... mm. Well, you know I didn't like anything about the kid, so... Yeah, okay, so they're on, like, the outside of the ship. um, And then the Predator turns on the, like, shields... Which apparently mm-hmm. shields, I didn't know they worked like this, but they like chopped the le- guy's legs off. Yeah, I mean, this was, it, this did, was like slightly thought provoking because I was like, huh, I've I never guess. thought about like a spaceship like force field, like what would happen if you were like there. Um, but it's another thing where it's just like super violent and just happens and it's just like, I just can't like, I'm trying to like think about things like surrounding this and i'm just like ah yeah like sensory overload plus not making any sense um we've got our good friend nebraska yeah he straight up just jumps into an engine (laughs) it was like just like i guess like that's one way to do it but just like if i even thought like oh like something going into this engine might save the day and cause it to crash. I would think of like any other thing to do other than just jump jump on in. Well, he did what he had to do to bring it down. <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know. It just seems like the only way to make anything happen in a Predator movie is for someone to die super violently. I think so. Yeah. So we've we've whittled it down to like the main characters. Who are uh, our boy Boyd and mm. Olivia Munn and the boy genius? Olivia Munn shouldn't have been in the rest of this movie because the ship crashes very far away from where her character was. She wouldn't have made it. <laughs> I'm just saying, she 100% would not have made She's it. She's super fast, though, right? No. <laughs> She's got super speed. I don't know. Um,. We've got, like, final battle scene. Super cool, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm done with this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, super battle scene. We uh, defeat the Predator. Hooray. Yeah. They're, like, sad that they've lost all their friends. And then we kind of, like, They met forward. these people, like, less than 12 hours ago. Yeah, but they were, like, really good characters. So They were good characters. <laughs> That's, okay, so I did. I listened to this interview uh, with Keegan Michael Key, and he was talking about how it was like he thought the movie was really a movie about PTSD, 
What? And I was, yeah, and I was like, I, like, there might be, like, a theme of it with that one group, and maybe, like, since all his only scenes were with that group, maybe he sees it that way. And, like... Yeah, but I don't think that was an overarching thing for the movie. That's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, like, I think they could have made it kind of cool if they had just focused on those guys and, like, somehow been, like, some battle of them overcoming PTSD by fighting off these things. But there's just all this other stuff, like, that just seems like such a small part thinking about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of, like, jump forward, and I don't really understand, like... Yeah, McKenna has been promoted for some reason, even though he 100% would have been like court-martialed or whatever, because that group that didn't want him to know about Predators, there still have to be remnants of that group, so that makes no sense. And I just Uh, don't, like, there's been a lot of, like, distraction and violence of, like, the world's just still, like, unaware of these, or, I don't 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 know. know. I don't know. Like, my mind is just thinking of all the ramifications of everything that's happened. And is just everyone seems so, like, okay with it. Like, oh, congratulations, you've earned a promotion for killing this alien. Yep. Like, that's... Yeah, we got that's your son a job here, it? even though he is, <laughs> you know, a child. <laughs> and a murderer. <laughs> and a murderer, yeah. Like, sure, he helped kill the predator. Cool, cool, cool. You also killed an innocent human being. <laughs> This is just not okay. Uh, so we've got some like predator stuff. Uh and it like comes to life. Yes. And I don't really know what was what was like going on there. That was the uh, cargo in the weenie predator ship. Yeah. Yeah, but so we like see this happen and I guess that means like it's not over. Yeah, or Bory Boyd is just like, you're looking at my new suit. And then I groaned and immediately left the movie theater. Yeah, because he's got this thing for, like, the technology and he really likes it. And Yeah, I, I I was just hoping that they would not, like, do... Like, you know this is the mo- kind of movie where it's going to have the sequel teaser. Yeah. And I was just praying that they would not do it. But I guess that means, like, the Predators are coming... I don't know. I don't want to see another one of these. Yep. I didn't like it. It was just dumb. Yeah. I Like, I honestly, I, I liked The Meg more than this movie. I'll say that. Yeah, me too. This movie, like, made me angry while watching it with how dumb some of its stuff was. Yeah, it's just really over the top. Overly violent. Real, real dark. Um, See, I I didn't really have a problem with, like, overly violent. I feel like an R-rated, like, I feel like that's sort of, like, the thing I was expecting. I, from... I mean, I was expecting it. It's just, like, but this, like, kind of just, like, chaotic violence where it's just, like, people's limbs just getting ripped off and thrown across the screen. It's like, that's not really for me. And, like, I'll, I'll watch, like, John Wick kind of violence where it's, like, like, shoot-offs and stuff like that. But this, I don't know, this one was just, like, gory for the sake of being gory, it felt like. That's true. But I would have watched much more of that than have this through line with this kid. 
least favorite part of the movie. <laughs> You'll watch people get violently disemboweled before you watch this kid. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, we've got this crazy big alien thing that's just going around murdering people. That's that is what I expect to see with these types of movies. I mean, they I just, even have this whole like two minute scene with Boyd and uh and uh, his son talking about, uh, are you scared, champ? And I'm just like, who cares? It, I, that, that's not why we're seeing this movie. <laughs> I know, I know. I just think like. There's a lot of things you could do with the Predator franchise, just as like, oh, there's these aliens and they hunt humans for sport. It's like, that's just a wide open slate. You can do whatever you want with it. And I would never have made this movie. Like, there's some like chosen one kid and he's really weird. And I, I, I don't know. I just, the decisions that got to this movie, I just don't understand. It was not a good movie. Yeah, it's pretty baffling. So, I didn't really like either of the movies that I brought to the table today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you should see Searching, because it was, it was at least a decent movie. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll be getting into some better stuff. We can have one that we actually both saw and enjoyed. I don't think that's happened for quite some time now. Yeah, so uh, looking ahead, looks like this next weekend, I think the only movie that we're really interested in is Life Itself. Yes, uh, assuming you're not wanting to see The House with the Clock in Its Walls. I 100% do not want to see that movie. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I really don't want to see that. <laughs> it looks it looks real bad. Uh, yeah, I, I think Life Itself could be good um, from the director creator of this is us and it's got our boy oscar isaac Mm -hmm. so yeah i think that's probably what we'll do next week cool um do we have anything else i was gonna say uh listeners aaron and i are going to be featured on a website called pod chaser uh they do a little write-up about mainly movies um and it, Podchaser is a podcast directory. Yeah, I think they're they're kind of trying to be like the IMDb of podcasts, where you can like look at look up different podcasts and see some things about them. Uh, yeah, but we did like a little interview thing, so not sure when that's going to go up exactly. But yeah, if it's out by the time um, the episode goes out, I'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, you should definitely check out that article on Podchaser. And if you feel like it, you know, create an account and give us some ratings on there because, you know, it helps. <laughs> yep. Um, or you can give us a rating on iTunes or any of the podcast platforms that we are on. Pretty much everything except Spotify, right, DJ? Yep, <laughs> everything but Spotify. <laughs> we uh, we are not happy with Spotify, but that's a story for another day. Um, you can also join our Facebook group. Uh, mainly movies or you can shoot us an email at mainly movies pod at gmail.com yeah i think that's about it hopefully we'll be a lot more positive or at least i'll be a lot more positive next week <laughs> yeah i i have a hard time seeing us just hating this is us or not the life itself mm-hmm. i don't think that's a very hateable movie sure or it not. doesn't doesn't look like it's setting itself up to be so Hopefully. Uh, We've got Venom coming up in a few weeks, and I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, me too. 
Though I feel like I I heard recently that it got a uh, a PG thirteen rating, which disappoints me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. This the trailers I mean, make it seem very violent, and it does I feel look like, like a like a dark kind of movie. But it's also like Sony. I don't know if Sony has done an R rated superhero, have they? Um, I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't know. So. I'm I'm like slightly nervous just at being like Sony and kind of this like new thing that they're trying. Like it might not be very good, but I'm just excited. It might to not like, be. <laughs> I'm excited to like see it and get to form an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like we uh, we thrive with superhero movies. I think so too. I think the world thrives with superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've got that and A Star is Born the same weekend, which I think is going to be a pretty interesting one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Got yeah. some decent hopes for it. Good deal. Well, uh, go see Searching, and I think that's a wrap. Yeah.